Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. Support also comes from the estate of Margaret Skinner, a longtime friend of WVIK and lover of the arts. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Alan Ross, the executive director of the Jewish Federation of the Quad Cities, about the upcoming Lloyd M. Burstein Holocaust film series, which begins this Sunday, March 10th. Welcome, Alan. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. On four Sundays between March and May, you are showing a variety of films about the Holocaust. Why do you think it is important for people to continue to reflect on this period of time in our history? I think it's very important because not only is it a historical event which happened, but the lessons learned from the Holocaust are so important for us today, especially with what's happening throughout the world, other places where there are being uh, their massacres and, and genocide. So it's really important for us to do what we can to teach our kids, to teach our grandkids, and to do what we can to try to prevent these genocides from happening again. Mm-hmm. And to learn from that history. Uh, you, you have a very deeply in, uh, deep personal connection to the Holocaust. Do, do you feel comfortable talking about that a I little? feel very comfortable. My father was a Holocaust survivor from Czechoslovakia. His mother, who would have been my grandmother, and his wife, his first wife, were murdered by the Nazis. And through the grace of God, I guess you could say that my father was able to uh, not get caught and escaped and was on the run for three years in Eastern Europe uh, from the Nazis and was able to survive and uh, come to the United States in 1948 and uh, raise a family. And so it's very personal to me. I've done a lot of studying about the Holocaust. I, I was stationed five years in Germany with the army, and that gave me another impetus to learn more about the Holocaust, how did it happen, why did it happen, and met a lot of Germans, and we had many discussions about uh, this horrible time in history. Mm-hmm. Where will your four films be shown? Well, if our series is shown at the Figgy Art Museum in the auditorium there, and uh as a matter of fact, we have three film series. We have the Holocaust film series, which starts uh, this weekend. And we also have, uh, later on, we have the Israeli film series and the Jewish film series, which is in the fall. And they're all shown at the Figgy Art Museum Auditorium. Mm-hmm. That's such a beautiful space. How can someone access the schedule to find out about the films, uh, more details about them, um, dates, time, times, that, that type of thing? Well, they can call me email me. My number is uh, office number 309-793-1300, or my email is aross at jfqc.org. You can go to our website, jfqc.org. You can also call the Figgy Art Museum because they will know when the movies are being shown. Mm-hmm. And you can also find the schedule um, typically in the Quad City Times or the Dispatch Argus on the Illinois side usually lists Times. Usually, we'll have and an article. We'll have an article in the newspaper in the uh, 
Dispatch Argus, and uh, also in the in the Quad City Times, Linda Cook will will do uh, reviews of the movies, so you can find out not just the movie playing, what the movie is, and a synopsis of it, and her views of it, but you can also uh, she'll also put the times of the other movies coming up. What's the cost of admission? Well, for adults, it's seven dollars. For seniors, 60 and above, and military, it's $6, and students are free. Mm -hmm. We always want to try to get as many students as we can to come uh, because they're the future. They're our leaders of the future. So we want to try to get them to see, to learn about history and learn about uh, what lessons we take from that and how do we uh, advance into the future. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the four different films. And, and I should say that the first event, which is this coming Sunday, is actually a trio of films, which collectively are entitled Witnesses. Can, can you give us a brief synopsis? Right. Well, it's a trilogy, short films about uh, various aspects of the Holocaust. For instance, Shoes uh, starts out with a pair of women's shoes in a store window and follows their journey all the way to Auschwitz. The second film, Brutus, tells the story of a German shepherd named Brutus who got into a concentration camp and turned from a harmless pet dog into a killer. And the third film, Violin, traces the path of a violin starting from when it is built in Nuremberg through several owners, including Jews, Jews in Germany, and finally to Israel. The whole film is about, a, about 106 minutes long. It's in Russian and Yiddish with English subtitles, and it's got tremendous reviews uh, wherever it's been shown. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds that sounds really fascinating. And then, and then the next one on March twenty fourth, we get to see a film entitled "The Last Suit," and this one is interesting because it was produced in Spanish with with English subtitles. So, tell us a little bit about the storyline for this film. Well, for the last suit, it's a eighty eight year old Jewish tailor who uh, runs away from Buenos Aires to Poland, where he proposes to find a friend who saved him from certain death at the end of World War II. And after seven decades without any contact with him, Abraham will try to find his old friend and keep his promise to return one day. Now, let me say all these films, these films are from around the world. They're not just U.S. made. Most of them aren't U.S. made. And so... We will show them, and most of them will be in a foreign language, but of course we'll all have English subtitles. And it's something that people in this community don't normally see these type of films. I mean, you can get it maybe on Netflix or eventually they'll be out in DVD, but these films by and large are brand new, 2018, 2017. So for many people, this is the best chance to see these films and also to uh, to understand and to see a part of history that's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have a fine arts theater, you know, in the Quad Cities. So it, it's, it is hard to find this type of film, which is uh, certainly um, delves more deeply into important topics. It's, it, it covers um, something completely different than what you would see at the big movie theaters. That's correct. And uh, it gives me an opportunity to, before the film begins, usually I will set the stage for the movie. Uh, before before it starts, I'll give you some background of the, the history of the Holocaust, the particular place it's happening. And it's, uh, it's usually a, 
I'm able to give details that make the movie more, I guess, enjoyable is not the right word necessarily when you're talking about the Holocaust, but it makes it more significant. And uh, and I know many people have come to me and said, well, we appreciate you setting the stage for us because it uh, makes a lot more sense now. Because mm-hmm. if you're not from a Jewish background, if you don't know some of those details, it it is really important to have those spelled out. And the whole idea, the whole point is just to increase understanding amongst among people. That's correct. And especially Jewish rituals and Jewish customs, many people don't don't know them. And uh, and many of these films bring that up. And why did this person do this or that? And and, and so to fill in the blanks and so hopefully the uh, attendee won't leave saying, why did he do that? Or what was, why did this happen like this? This must be an expensive endeavor. Who, who are your sponsors? Well, the sponsors, uh, the presenting sponsor is the Joyce and Tony Singh Foundation. They're major sponsors. But also the other sponsors include uh, Will and Presley Funeral Home, Quad City Bank and Trust, Jewel Osco, the Roush Family Foundation II, the Lewis and Ida Rich Fund, the Stanley and Bernice Harris Memorial Endowment, the Bernard and Irene Goldstein Memorial Endowment Fund, and the Gary and Randy Siegel family. Now, these films, by and large, are, are, are expensive for a one-time showing, and so the fact that uh, we charge admission, but we don't make money with our admission. We usually cannot cover costs, so it's vital for our sponsors that uh, because of our sponsors, we can make this happen. Mm-hmm. And how wonderful that they do that. You, you had mentioned uh, Tony and Joyce Singh, and they have a connection with the um, with the, with this festival. It's no, named um, the Lloyd M. Burstein Memorial uh, Festival, and can you tell us a little bit about who Lloyd Burstein was? Well, Lloyd was a Jewish man who uh, who helped Tony Tony sing when he came to this country and became Tony's mentor. And Tony says he owes so much to Lloyd for what he did for himself and other people and how he helped uh, not just Tony but many people in this country and his uh, his really concern for humanity and making things better in this world and. So Tony thought there was nothing better than to uh, become the, the major sponsor, presenting sponsor of this film series, and have it named after Lloyd Burstein. So we're very uh, we're very happy that this happened, and we really appreciate uh, the Singh's generosity. And also, before each film, we give Tony, you know, a few minutes to talk about Lloyd and why he's doing this, and. As many of you know, Tony, he's one of the great humanitarians and philanthropists in our community, and we really appreciate what he's doing for us in this film and what he's doing throughout the community. So mm-hmm. really appreciate uh, Tony and Joyce for what they've done. Yeah, they really are incredible community givers. And how lovely to see a parallel, in a way, between The Sing's Life and Lloyd Burstein. I, it's correct, correct. And as a matter of fact, right now, Tony Singh is in Vienna right now and visiting many Holocaust-related sites and is sending me texts on how emotionally uh, powerful they are and what ha- and that the people in uh, Vienna uh, still 
feel the effects of what happened during the Holocaust. So it's it's very personal for him. It's very personal for me. And so that makes a great connection. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Besides the Holocaust series, you had mentioned that you have several others, including an Israeli film series and a Jewish film series. Why are there? Why do you think that there are so many Israeli producers, and why do you think that film um, is has, is increasingly being produced in that country? Well, we started the Israeli film series uh, because of the success of our other film series, the Jewish film series, the Holocaust film series, is because there is such a uh, I think a, a, a real need and a desire of many people to find out what is happening in Israel. Israel is such a small country, yet it's in the news all the time, and in, in many cases it's, it's negative. And through these films, it shows what like what Israel is like on an everyday basis. And what we find out through these films is that Israelis are just like everybody else in the the Western world. They have the same desires, the same wants, the same problems. And uh, unfortunately, Israel is in a very tough neighborhood. And in, in many cases, they're fighting every day to survive. But survive they are doing. And the film industry in Israel is just uh, is just booming. There's many uh, many of the colleges have uh, film departments, and the number of films coming out of this little country every year is just tremendous. And, and do you think that's because of the political um, uh, situation right now in in the Middle East, or do you think there's something culturally, just something about those people where they like to tell stories, where it's an important um, it's important to them? Well, I think Judaism is. Uh, the religion itself is telling stories, telling stories of part of the Bible. And uh, and so there's so many stories to tell. But Israel is a dynamic, young country. They're going 100 miles an hour all the time. They're making discoveries in science and industry and medical devices and uh and, and IT discoveries, and it's it's a young, dynamic country, and people want to let others there let other people know what's really happening in Israel. And uh, there are so many stories to tell, and they're telling it. We're showing some of their movies, some of their stories, and it's been success, successful series as well. And that the series usually is during the late spring early summer. Mm-hmm. Now, these are typically not large budget films. They don't have the special effects that you would see the Hollywood type of type of movie. Right. I- Israel is, uh, there's not a lot of money in terms of making the films. Many of them are, are funding through the, through the government and special, uh, and special funds. So there isn't a lot of money, but what they have to do then is tell a compelling story. And there's so many compelling stories that to tell, and uh, and that's what they do. You're not going to see a lot of special effects. It's going to be the storyline, and uh, they've been very successful. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, an Israeli just won one of the Oscars for a uh, short film mm-hmm. just uh, last weekend. Yeah, oh, that's great. You you had mentioned earlier that there's some similarities in a way between Israeli produced films and French films. Let's talk about that, that that you had mentioned that there's a little bit more cynicism, perhaps. 
Well, and that's that is with with the. It's tough to find an Israeli film that is humorous. <laughs> I mean, there might be some humor in it, but it's it's really a lot of the stories are personal stories that are difficult. Kids growing up, the challenges between parents and kids, the challenges between uh, many, most of the youth in Israel have to go in the army when they're when they're eighteen years old after high school, and there are many stories there. Uh, you know, dealing with the military, dealing with the, the terrorism situation in the Middle East. So many of the stories are, uh, I guess you could say, difficult to watch sometimes. They're tough, but they're very emotional, but they're succe- successful. And uh, most of the films we show here, the, the, the attendees really like to see it. And they'll, they'll see a side of Israel you don't normally see in the news. Mm-hmm. Now, your organization, the Jewish Federation of the Quad Cities, where are you located and and, uh, what other services do you provide? Well, we're located in Rock Island. Uh, Our office is in the uh, Tri-City Jewish Center. We're a tenant there. And uh, we're basically we're a social service organization. Besides having movies and events, by the way, all our movies and events are open to the public. And so we try to educate not just the Jewish population, but the the whole population of Western Illinois, Eastern Iowa, about Jewish customs, Jewish identity, um, Jewish religion at times. And so we're an educational organization. We bring in speakers. We bring in music, cultural. We bring in Israeli uh, cultural uh, musicians and acts. And also, uh, but one of our major do- uh, roles is to uh, take care of our aging population. And many of our uh, seniors, they need rides to uh, the doctors. They uh, they need rides to uh, you know to get medicine. And so we make sure our seniors, whatever we can do to take care of them, we visit them in, in the hospitals, we visit them in the nursing homes, and we visit them on a continuing basis uh, to make sure that, you know, their wants are taken care of. And we also do many events, uh, interfaith events. We, we support many different organizations. We, we, we do joint events with organizations such as the German American Heritage Center, the Figgy Art Museum. And uh, we're, we're part of the community and we want to be a valuable part of the community. And we support not just the Jewish community, but the entire community here. Yeah, I have certainly seen your name a lot um, mentioned within these interfaith events, and that that type of community dialogue is is just so important. So I'm thankful that you're here doing that. Well, it's we we want to do what we can. We have a great board of directors, federation board of directors, uh, that does a lot in the community and we try to get out there and uh, and be significant factors and and make things happen and make our community better. I mean, we live here. So we want to, you know, I have grandkids here, so we want to make this community the best that we can and we'll do what we can to make that happen. Yeah. When you look at the world today, do you feel that we're learning from the past? I was wondering about that. And and do you feel optimistic about where we're heading? Well, I I do feel optimistic. They're not they're Tremendous challenges right now going on. There's tremendous uh, divide in our country, but there's always been divide in our country. I remember the times during the Vietnam War, 
and during the times uh, when I was serving overseas uh, during the Cold War, that uh, we in America were divisive. So this is not something new. But with Americans, we can always, always, we overcome our differences. And when we get down to things that really matter, we're able to compromise, work together, and make things better. So I'm always optimistic, and I go to work every morning optimistic. I wake up optimistic, and, uh, and so I'm confident that we're going to continue to uh, prosper as Americans, uh, continue to do better. Yes, we have our differences, but so what? Uh, we overcome them in the end, and things work here in America. That's why we're the greatest uh, country ever. Well, Alan Ross, thank you for your work bringing thought-provoking film to our community. It's been so great talking with you today. Well, thank you for allowing me to be here. The upcoming Lloyd M. Burstein Memorial Holocaust Film Series will begin this coming Sunday, March 10th at 4 p.m. at the Figgy Art Museum. Tickets are free for students, cost $7 for adults, and can be purchased at the door. You can view the full schedule online at jfqc.org. This has been Carolyn Martin, talking art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal.